This is Elizabeth Spring from North Node Astrology. And if you are interested in finding out about my books, uh, having a personal reading, or any other information, check out my website, which is northnodeastrology.com. So today we're going to talk about the Libra North Node, Aries South Node. And for those of you who are new, just very briefly, the North Node is where your soul wants to go towards in this life. And the South Node is where you want to move away from. It's where you suffered from in a previous life. It's where you didn't learn the lesson quite right. So the qualities of the North and South Node signs give you this very, very important information. It really is the only place on the chart that very succinctly puts it all together so that you can know um, not just your sun sign personality traits or so forth, but what your soul intention is for you for this life. What does your soul need to learn this time around? So I will be giving the dates for the uh, times for those of you who don't know if you are a North Node Libra. So come along and let's begin for today. Hello again. So today we're going to be talking about Libra North Node, South Node Aries. And much of this is true for the sun in Libra as well. The the qualities will be similar. What is different is that the South Node past life reincarnational story will not be the same as it will for this South Node Aries part of it. But you Libras out there will recognize yourself in this. This is North Node Astrology, and my website is northnodeastrology.com. So if you're interested in finding out about getting a reading and the details of that, go on that site and it'll be there. So we're going to start off today by giving you the dates for the Libra North Node. And if your uh, birthday falls between these dates, um, there's a series of dates here, then you'll know that this is your North Node. So it starts way back September 13th, 1939 through May 24th, 1941. That was Libra. Then June 17th, 1958 through December 15th, 1959, that is Libra. Then January 8th, 1977, through July 5th, 1978, is Libra. And the last one is August 1st, 1995, through January 25th, 1997. Okay, and if you're looking at your chart, you know that the the glyph for the north node looks like a pair of earphones and the south node looks like a kind of like a horseshoe. Okay, let's begin. Achieving serenity is a soul aspiration for you in this lifetime, Libra. Although the thrill of the hero's journey and the grand quest is strong for you with these nodes. Your south node is ruled by the mythical hero Mars, 
who embodies the ideal of the spiritual warrior and the one who breaks new ground. However, with your north node in Libra, ruled by Venus, it is through the more feminine side of yourself that you truly come home to yourself. Venus compensates for the excesses of Mars, and yet she can be a demanding muse or irritation as well, depending on how you treat the masculine-feminine polarity within yourself. With this nodal axis, it will be important for you to find ways to calm down, release tension, and allow all forms of beauty and harmony to heal you. Like a finely tuned violin, you need to catch stress and pressure before it causes something to snap. There may have been something exhausting earlier in this life or in a previous life experience where you placed great emphasis on personal achievement, self-sacrifice, and courageous action. Now it's time to release the singular survival urge and ambitious mentality to develop your North Node's soul's yearning for deep serenity. That's the Libra part. For you, this suggests nurturing co uh, um, cooperative relationships and finding release from the emotional tension of the opposites. The symbol of your Venus ruled Libra North Node is the ancient image of Athena holding the scales. This mental weighing and balancing of the great opposite in life is exhausting, yet the challenge of knowing what is right and fair and true is too delicious not to embrace. You delight in having had the courage of your south node Aries to go where others have not to endure and to bring home the golden fleece, yet it is ultimately about the learning of right relationship that is one of the main tasks for you in this life. It will require a relaxing of some old ways of thinking and being as you create win-win situations with others and relax the urge to engage in victim-rescuer scenarios. As your understanding of human nature grows, you acquire a tolerance for paradox and ambiguity and for the many different ways people perceive reality. As this increasing acceptance of the complexities of life and people grow, you may find yourself in positions of peacekeeping or as a counselor or mediator. You can also excel in the Venusian fields of art, entertainment, and beauty if you choose to develop this side of your nature. And home, heart, and hearth can take on increasing importance. One could say that these Venus-ruled areas are good compensatory medicine for you. As you grow into a more balanced focus on interdependence rather than too much dependence or independence, you'll find a way to assert yourself with more confidence and without creating conflict. Your compassionate objectivity can bring a deep contentment into your life and into the lives of anyone you touch. Now, earlier in this life or in a previous life, chances are that you were engaged in a serious battle of some sort. 
It could have been a war, or it may have been a vague emotional memory of trauma. However, those leftover default patterns or shadow qualities of Mars, the feeling of needing to know to be right and in your place of power, only increase the dramatic, intense, and overly emotional backdrop of your past life that your soul now longs to move away from. Your unconscious knows the horror of trauma and drama, yet you also know how to numb the effects of battle and how to create the soothing rush of the adrenaline high with a new beginning. You can dare to slow down. The war is over. You've won. As you move to redeem the what I call the gold in the shadow of the south node Aries towards midlife, you may need to become less self-centered to find the serenity and cooperation with others that you desire and how many and varied the ways are that you can consciously and unconsciously do this. No matter how accommodating you may see yourself, you may occasionally still need to dip back into this gold, into the shadow, and tap into that Martian Aries assertiveness again. Yes, Libra is about balance, justice, and beauty, but without a good dose of the Martian courageousness and sense of adventure, Libra can be ineffective and indecisive. As you continue to learn to tolerate the complexities and paradoxes in in life, an ongoing Libra task, you discover a new sense of equanimity, and you may notice that life comes to you rather than you having to go to it. Allow yourself time to not rush into making decisions. You need to weigh and balance all the different ways you perceive and think about things. In the latter part of your life, you're more likely to seek the comfort of love rather than the drama of love earned through effort and ambition. Where there is no war, there is also greater beauty. So the sole purpose here is to cultivate a willingness to see all sides of a question and to be able to forgive, to release the addictions to passion, ambition, and anger as personal fuel, and replace it with Venusian nurturing qualities inherent in all things beautiful. Music, nature, and art are all healing for you. The shadow here is having to be right and to righteously defend a cause while causing a lot of inner and outer disturbance. Too much emphasis on the powers of the ego and not enough on the self and or self in relationship to others. Now, an example of this is William Butler Yeats, the Irish poet, dramatist, astrologer, and occultist, who was one of the foremost figures of 20th century literature. Yeats had his north node in Libra, south node in Aries, and despite his many literary accomplishments, he's often looked at curiously for his unusual love life and his passionate quest for a direct experience of spirit. His many relationships with women were tumultuous, and the Venusian muse was particularly hard on him. 
He was refused in marriage multiple times by Maud Gon, the love of his life, and again by his proposal of marriage to her daughter. Yates was in love with Maud for 28 years and claimed to have a spiritual marriage with her, perhaps providing Yates with the emotional suffering necessary for an alchemical breakdown to take place. It seems significant that Yates' lifelong desire to channel spirit information came to him not by the excesses of his passion, but through his later life marriage to his wife, Georgie. One cannot know if he found the serenity that is the hallmark for Libra, but one could hope that in accepting the responsibility of their marriage and two children, Yeats may have turned the base metal of everyday human life into the gold he so yearned for in his spiritual quest. As a member of the occult society of the Golden Dawn, it became necessary for Yeats to grasp the unity of opposition over and over again, and the necessity of alchemical healing through suffering and purification. Okay, well that's all for today for this Libra North Node, and thanks for coming by and listening, and I hope perhaps you'll subscribe or give give me a like if you liked it, and also come check out my website, northnodeastrology.com. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.